Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Virtually Lost Podcast. My name is Julian Cioso, and I am a uh, computer game science grad from UC Irvine. And over here is my great friend, Robert. And uh, you want to introduce yourself? Mm-hmm. My name is Robert Velasquez. I am a marketing graduate from Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. And we started this podcast to keep us informed overall on just the gaming industry, anime industry, and just overall the hobbies we share. There's a lot of things happening, especially with like esports, game developing, and it aligns with both of our majors and kind of the careers we want to go into. Right. So, you know, it it just seemed like a good idea to start. And well, here we are with the first episode. And the only way to start it off and, you know, show our, our knowledge on the subject. true gamer status is by. (laughs) Well, I have to ask you, Julian, are you ECI certified? Uh, Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. uh, No, no, actually, I'm trash at like any sport type game, honestly. (laughs) Did wait? Do you know what the ECI is? Yeah, it's the certification that like who came, who came up with it? I don't know too much about it. I, you you've mm-hmm. told me like a little bit, but honestly, like this is my first time hearing about it. Yeah, no. Um, ECI was like or esports certifications too. It's kind of, it announced, I believe, this week, and it got trashed on. <laughs> like it, it's. <laughs> A decent idea, but it's bad. I think they had unrealistic expectations. They didn't really well, understand well, their expl- audience. Explain uh, it a yeah. little bit. Explain yeah. like the reasons. Yeah. Um, basically, for the most part, is a group of professionals, I'd say, within the esports scene mm-hmm. made a board and, you know, had this idea for creating a certification exam that can be taken to kind of combat or the re- the reason they put was combat the nepotism within the gaming industry of hiring oh, okay like to try to avoid the hiring your friends more show more so to hire those who are more qualified mm-hmm. however the backlash comes for the certification exam itself because it's right. $400 $400 <laughs> yes and that is Golly the problem <laughs> because yeah. that's why i was talking about <laughs> like there'll there only be rich people in esports <laughs> well it's just like in general the concept is bad because because like what the concept are you is, good is in the end they will go for experience right for hiring you know in higher level positions so in the end a certification is mostly used for an entry-level job Right, but is so like what kind of jobs is this certification for? Like, is it for the players or is it for no? It it's for just like a show staff? competence within, yeah, more so staff than like quality of play. It's interesting. So, for an entry level job, I would say that the idea that you have to pay four hundred is yeah, kind of odd because in the end, it's like. I'm be honest, the gaming industry or esports industry, most people do it because of their love for, you know, the scene more so than, yeah. you know, they got they got money. So <laughs> 400, 400 is a, a bit steep to ask for. Yeah. And then the other thing is like. It's kind of. I mean, if I took if I. Oh, by the way, 
they got so much backlash. They refunded everyone who had paid and scheduled mm-hmm. an exam. And they said they're going to, you know, take take some time, reevaluate and possibly come back. But um, yeah, if, if I were to, you know, go to a company and say, hey, I'm ECI certified. They'd be like, damn. Mm-hmm. They could, this kid got scammed for 400 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> this kid, this kid's got, this we don't kid's want to let him anywhere near our money. Yeah, no, um, and to me, it's just like, there's no, to ask for 400 bucks is on a institution that was barely founded is kind of ridiculous. I think the idea should be more so instead create a general um certification exam just to show like the core competencies of understanding the scene and providing you know resources to allow people to be informed about the industry and i think you can gain a gain a good following by doing that and making that like entry-level certification free because then if a lot of people have the opportunity to become certified then you know you'll have a lot of people with the certification bringing kind of more like repertoire and not repertoire kind of it makes your your company look better if you have people who are applying that have this certification you're just limiting how many people are going to apply with the 400 bucks one like you can have that as like a higher level one but in the end maybe the kind of like it it goes deeper into subjects or something it's just like for a company that's starting out you can't be charging 400 for you know your only exam you ain't Amazon or like Google where where there are like paid for courses where you can get their certifications. Like there's a reason those companies can put those out because they have a strong, you know, standing within society. Right. So if anything, you should be trying to get people to become certified with your, you know, certification. Yeah, if you're starting out. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. That's, so that then makes a lot of sense. you can create an advanced one where then that one, that one would be a paid course. And it's just like the it seemed like they were going for like reach and make a profit at the same time. And it's just like I can understand, you know, you don't it's hard to do this kind of stuff for free. But I would say they their certification has no weight. That's that's the best way to describe it. That's a good point. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, they said they're going to take it back. They're going to rethink it. And, you know, we'll see if they come back. Yeah, but like there's like a one percent chance that they're they're five head, though, and that like they knew this would kind oh, of be a bad because there's a good chance that this isn't the first time someone has tried to create an esports certification right however We've what if none of those it. got any traction right but if you create enough backlash and you know it, it, the thing is they create enough backlash without actually being like harming they refunded all the right. money it, it, if anything it can go like more on a misled route more so right mm-hmm so there's a chance that, you know, they kind of just gave themselves publicity on this, <laughs> on this thing. But I highly I doubt it. hundred percent doubt mm-hmm. it. Or 99. Mm-hmm. If they do the 1% and then I'll just say I called it and I have the, <laughs> I have the video evidence for it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So you think they bring it down like maybe like 200 bucks or something? No, that's still way too much. I think it has to be, I'd say like 20. I would say 20. 20. I think that's... they can probably do 50. Mm. People, people, people would still people wouldn't be right as much. I would say, I would say maybe forty, but then put all resources up for learning mm. for free. I think mm. 
you need to That's have some level of like general knowledge that you can put out there. Yeah. I think the certification can be like 40 bucks. I think, you know, 50, I guess would also be fine, but anything way too high is just outrageous. Yeah. But if a lot of people are learning from, you know, your website, what the, the information you're putting out, that's also a good thing. Cause you know, yeah. like these people can actually, although they might not take the certification exam, they can still learn about the esports scene and, you know, maybe recommend to friends and that, you know, it's just a good way for your site and your company to take off in terms of, you know, in terms of reach, I guess I'd say. Yeah, yeah for sure. You have to get that initial, mm-hmm. initial, uh, audience and then grow that slowly. Like it reminds yeah, me of the company, like reminds me of like trying to be, or AMA, American Marketing Association, which oh. has these kinds of things. They have like a yearly membership, like a hundred bucks, but you know, they provide a lot. They, I, I'm not part of it because you know, hundred bucks is that's kind of steep, kind of steep. They have events, they have networking sessions. <laughs> yeah, they have networking sessions. They have like um, job applications that you know. There's a so lot like of good things. Job that, type of things or like mm-hmm. job. A lot of good things for the career, and in general, so there's benefits. ECI, right. I, I don't really see the benefits yet, and I try mm-hmm. to go on their site, but I think because they're in the process of redoing all this like the site was down or Mm -hmm. i just couldn't access it maybe it's my internet connection (laughs) so you know we'll see that's that good old internet anyways Mm -hmm. so what were some other topics that we were talking about uh if we want to stay on the esports side we can talk about solafita yeah let's go yeah they uh this one i don't know about this one this one i'm totally clueless about uh do you know the org solafita no, are they a league org? They're in two big org, or I know them from two things. I know them from League and uh, Apex Legends. There's also a TFT oh. um, roster, or was I should probably say go. was. <laughs> and um, well, spoilers, the, yeah. The thing is, they recently got banned from League as long as I believe it's three years or until Solafide, um, like Basie or it's not a ban on Solafita, it's ban on the owner who is not paying them. That's the part of the thing I should open up with is the rosters on Solafide for Apex um, League, those two I'm confirmed about, is that they were not paying <laughs> their players. And yeah, that, that, so once here. Riot did their investigation, they're like, yeah, um, either he has to pay him and take the three-year suspension Mm-hmm. Or you can, you know, give up rights to the org to a new ownership, and you know, Solafide can go back into the league, uh, right. uh, league competitive oh, scene. Wait, uh, they're NA. Yeah, they're they're NA. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's pretty crazy because you know Solafide went under management, new management, like a year ago, and yeah. I don't know if they were already on a downward spiral because of you know COVID and. So then maybe that's why they swapped ownerships. But yeah, I don't think this is a it's a not a good look for the org because it's just like, how are yeah, you going to no, bring not in playing? Uh, I think for any uh, kind of corporation or organization, not playing your your employees is a bit of an issue. Yeah, because it's not it's, just, it's not that it's like or it's not only that it's more. How are you going to bring in new talent like after this? Because yeah, 
you know, do you really want to? Do you really want to go under an org that's like known for not might not get the paycheck? <laughs> my place, my <laughs> place. An exposure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God, paying exposure. Yeah. No, it's just I I don't see a good future for this org. Hopefully, you can turn no. it back because you know you don't want to see orgs the die. Players. Yeah, or, and players because it's just it's it's it'll be rough. I if. If this, if the organization does, you know, get it together, and you know, able to get these players paid, right, and you know, turn it around, then that's good. But you know, maybe it actually does just have to change ownership, and we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Speaking of shadiness, wasn't there in was it an or or like a fighting game comp or fighting someone organizing a fighting game tournament? Uh, taking yeah. money from from Russia or something? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a good way. But we got a bit of a, a Trumpy situation up in there. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, we play. <laughs> yeah, they, we play esports organizer or organizer, I should say, esports tournament organizer organizer partnered with like, uh, let me look up the name. It was like One X. 1x bet which is a russian russian betting company and you know already sketchy this sketchy you know lining an esports org with a betting it's a random yeah random betting, a, a, a betting company <laughs> betting organization yeah and it's a so already like uh, i don't know how i feel about this in terms of image and then it gets you know when you look further into one like x patriots teaming up with uh what's it called draft draft kings was that a thing <laughs> No, uh, but I'm oh, saying yeah, that's okay. what I thought it would be. Like. <laughs> but um, it gets worse because it's like One X Vet is like their sites taken down from the UK, and it was like some pretty crazy, like crazy things. It was like they were. <laughs> oh shoot, <laughs> I'm reading through it. Um, so there's an investigation going on. Right. They were promoting on bets on child sports advertising on illegal websites and promoting a Pornhub casino <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's wait, some wait, pretty wait, outlandish wait, shit wait wait, wait 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 you can't just say that <laughs> and not explain yourself what what does that even mean it's in quotes but apparently it's like you know <laughs> what does that mean i, I you look it up i i don't, I, I, I don't even I don't, I didn't look it up, but it, it sounds outlandish. It's, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. I guess, guess is what I'll say. The world is crazy. But, um, yeah. So, so like shady to the max is the company. <laughs> and so then uh, that was like three, four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then that leads to recently, like today, mm-hmm. Bandai Namco and NetherRealm have cut ties with we play so that's street fighter that's mortal Kombat. that's mm-hmm. like all that right yeah. and tekken yeah it's just like tekken gone and yeah. so melee wasn't there like nintendo wasn't even in the room like <laughs> no, no. melee they, they don't know of outside organizations <laughs> support our fighting scenes <laughs> nah. nah nah but but yeah we play they made they also made a statement after like news of that came out they're like yeah if, like reading through like their uh pr statement they're like yeah you know we had a good fighting tournament with bandai namco and um 
and another realm. So, you know, after it, we were talking to them, trying to figure out what can go better. And, you know, we don't know why they, uh, they separated. It's just like, you know, you're not going to address the elephant in the room. Yeah. The official partnership with a betting company. So, yeah, that yeah. was that was, it's I, it was interesting. I, I saw this day. And I was just like, dude, this is this is crazy. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty wild. That's some some mm-hmm. crazy stuff. And speaking uh, on, on an, another edition of Activision fucking up, <laughs> we got the news that um, one of their uh, uh, what would you call it like a second subsidiary? party studio or subsidiary studios, uh, Toys for Bob, which is known for doing the Spyro remakes and the Crash remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just doing it's every it's all hands on deck on uh on uh warzone yeah fuck creativity (laughs) fuck uh you know a new game you know how many companies baby money how many companies they got on warzone now it's like six isn't it i pretty sure like every company under activision (laughs) is working on warzone to some degree yeah the diablo was it diablo 4 teams working on warzone (laughs) Oh man! Oh man! I I, I hate that game. Now I get why like all the downloads are like 500 gigabytes. It's because literally like it's code from six different studios all like stitched together. We call that spaghetti code. Where I'm, I mean, it's got to be, dude. It's it's somebody who's who's, like seen like game code. Like this, this must be some insane. Like it's it's insane. Yeah, it's I had it on PC before. I I just had to delete it just because of those size, the sheer size of those second downloads. It's like ooh, you drive to play. <laughs> You're cutting out of it there. <laughs> oh, I said I had to buy a whole new drive to play it. Oh, for I would my not. Computer. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> yeah, no, I I stopped playing sadly. But no, that's why I still play Apex season eight or go. season. Nine, by the way, coming out. Nine, coming out next next week, sometime. It'll be interesting. Yeah, a lot of meta changes. You, I mean, so. you gotta let me play with you once. I want to see how bad I am. Yeah, <laughs> I think I played literally like like five games. No, I'll, I'll I'll play. I'll play on a on a burner count. <laughs> <laughs> on a Smurf account. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Cause, uh, uh, well, it'll see. It'll I mean, be a, I'm not ruining your your your, your win ratio. <laughs> nah, my win ratio is trash. I when I first swapped from PS4 to PC, it was it was a bit rough, but now nah, it's it's good now. But there I'm excited go. for this season. They they're introducing an arena type. Um, maps game changes. The weapon changes seem interesting. I'm very curious on the way the like the weapon meta changes. And yeah. it looks like or they got rid of a. A, or basically they got rid of low profile which were certain characters with smaller hitboxes used to take 5% more damage oh. and they got rid of that so we're going to probably see more of those characters a bit more there you go and so I'm excited wait, wait, wait tell the people who do you uh, main oh I main Bloodhound and Pathfinder and oh, there you go. I'm really happy because this is completely aside but Bloodhound got a quote nerf which is basically in ranked, you used to be able to get like kill participation points by one of your abilities, which is scanning. Mm-hmm. It's literally press a button and like a freaking cone in front of you gets scanned. 
And if anyone gets killed within like five seconds of your skin, you get participation for the kill. A bit busted. Oh. Yeah. And so a lot of people play Bloodhound, you know, solely for that for reason. That. Yeah. And so I'm happy because now I can play Bloodhound more because <laughs> all the people who did it for that reason are most oh, likely going to swap. So I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I, I normally don't get to play them. Okay. So a game that we both want to play. Oh, I haven't played it. I haven't, but I need to play it. Um, Near Replicant. Have you been playing it? I played one day. Right. I will hope to beat it eventually. You're going to say I played it for one day and I finished it. <laughs> oh, no. I, um, I bought the White Snow Limited Edition. Mm-hmm. And so I did a, you know, short stream of unboxing and then, you know, playing it a bit. And I'm really yeah. excited to continue playing through it because I'm pretty big on the near slash Drakengard lore, yeah. even though oh, I don't, yeah. don't play yeah, the I've games never, too I've, often. I've only played Automata and I, I, I love the lore so much. Mm-hmm. Really so, but it seems like the mechanics are good. Um, you know, the original problem with the original near was just the uh, the gameplay. Yeah. Just because of it being buggy and, you know, just that's kind of it was been PS3 bad. era. Was yeah. PS3 area and, you know, they didn't have they didn't have too much fun. So you can't make that the optimal game. Yeah, but it's it seems like it's going to be really good. And I'm really excited to continue playing it. Well, there you go. And how about you? I, I, need, I need to start playing it. I've just been playing um, Wind Waker. <laughs> oh, how far are you in Wind Waker? I am like at like three dungeons in. Like it's actually a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it's good. Played Wind Waker with my brother. The one I need to play is actually Twilight Princess. Oh, I need to too. But like getting, you have to get the like. I think you have to. The way to play it is on GameCube. I think. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, because of the uh, Numchuck and we. Yeah, I would rather uh, <laughs> a dark, not a dark a dark time. Hey, you know. Hey, what are you talking about? We had a. Uh, we have Wii Sports. The top everybody played on the way. The top selling game ever. Yeah, true. Because it came with the fucking Wii. <laughs> because it came with the Wii. Mm-hmm. I do remember that time. It was insane. I think mm-hmm. it was I think there was even more hype about the Wii than there was about like the PS4. Oh, probably. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Or PS4, PS5, I mean. But um Really? I don't I feel like PS5 got too much hype. I don't know, man. People uh, people fucked with Wii, dude. When, when you saw like the the two guys, like, do you remember that commercial with the two guys that would just come to your house and play Wii? Yeah, they just like, no, no, I'm, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I'm saying, I didn't see too like, much hype for PS5. Like, a home <laughs> like, they didn't give you a choice. They were like, we would like to play, like, uh, but you know, we're coming to your house anyways, even if you don't want to. Yeah, that and was, then that was a fun you, you saw that follow up high on the Wii U. Oh, yeah, no, the Wii, oh, no, was, no Wii, U, Wii U is dead on release, dude. Yeah, dude. That's what I. That's what I, remember. I don't even remember the Wii U. I, I, I don't think even Nintendo wants us to remember about the Wii U. Uh, it's uh, it's got its place. It's uh, it's Dude, got they this. literally remade all the games on the Wii U for the Switch. Not all of them. We still need the Skyward Sword port <laughs> that because it got the, the remaster game. on Wii U, I believe, and we need it on Switch. That's all we need. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, no, no. Okay. That's not all we need. We need we need Breath of the Wild too. We need Breath of the Wild too. Well, that's true. I've been but waiting for two years. Came out on the on the Wii U. No, oh, I'm just saying no, we need it. Oh, but anyways. Oh, I forgot Breath of the Wild was like both yeah. consoles. Oh, I, I, I don't know who do bought imagine? it on. 
<laughs> Can you imagine playing Breath of the Wild on I mean, the Wii U? And the sad thing is, like, you have to do that in necessity. If you're like a breath, like a huge Zelda fan, yeah. Like, remember the, the Switch stockages on release? Like on oh yeah, the you had like gigs. freaking months where it's just like yeah, the drought of like checking Best Buy, checking GameStop, seeing hopefully maybe a Switch will come in stock. Yeah. Going on like your local Best Buy on a Tuesday, asking customers. I remember working there those times and being like, "Hey, are there any stock, uh, switches in stock?" I'm like, "No, nope. sir. Um, the shelf location's right there. No, <laughs> and, <laughs> but it hasn't been a like, Switch <laughs> in over three years. Here. Yeah, it's like, and then they always <laughs> do the follow up question. Still kind of hard to get a Switch. Nah, I'd say maybe the uh, newer version, maybe a bit mm. more difficult. Actually, I don't think so. I don't think it would be because I don't think they release any of the old switches anymore. And mm. the newer switches, I feel like yeah, the stocks they, are pretty they, decent. They did that because uh, the older switches, you can hack them or something. Now you can't hack them. Anymore. Oh, I forgot about that problem. Yeah. They still got the Joy-Con drift, I think, problem, though. Yeah. Isn't there like a thing where you can get them like repaired or something? Don't people? Probably. Yeah. yeah. I think I think Nintendo has to uh, actually like comply if you send yeah, them busted. Yeah, it was like, I think there was a story about that. About there was, a, lo- there was like, a lawsuit. I forgot yeah. like how the exact situation of it was, but yeah, it's yeah. apparently I, I knock on wood, but I never had the Joy-Con drift, although I yeah, mostly I use pro controllers. I, yeah, true. I don't, I don't think I go to, I don't know if it's because like, if like long usage, I don't feel like I, I go too long, like, or I use the, yeah, like pro, the pro controller. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Or I use GameCube. I, oh, yeah. I use GameCube controller for, uh, <laughs> yeah, for, Smash. for Smash. Oh, man. I still need to play. I haven't played in a while. Yeah, me Last either. character I think I played DLC of was... Is it Byleth? I think it was Byleth. Oh, wow. Yeah, I yeah my, my last one was Sephiroth. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get the bal- the next battle pass, so I haven't... I didn't get Min Min, I believe her name is. Min Min, yeah. Um, yeah, Sephiroth, and then... Pure and Mithra. Pure and Mithra. I mean, there's still one more, right? There's one left. There's two more that still are going to get released. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Got delayed for COVID, probably. Yeah, I think Sephiroth was the one that was like most delayed, mm-hmm. or like that that period between Min Min and Sephiroth was, I think, the 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 long months. So crazy, mm-hmm. by the way, that, that that he's in the game. Yeah, that's badass mm-hmm. for sure. I think they're going to end with Sora. That's the last one. That's my guess. They end with Sora. Nah, man. Just bring a bring a Toho character. Bring a Toho character. (laughs) The one rule that they've followed so far is that they had to be from a game. I think Toho's from. Are you crazy? Toho's games. Oh, right. I guess so. Toho's only games. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I just I don't even think of Toho's games anymore. I just think of it as like music and like animation. Mm -hmm. Dude, my my music catalog is it's rough. It's rough. Being a um, international fan of Toho Doja music is rough because yeah. every other week you'll see like you'll add them to playlists and then two weeks later you'll be like this video has been copyright striked. And I'm just like <laughs> that's how it is for like a lot of like anime music on YouTube or something. Yeah, and the yeah. thing is, I I can never yeah, tell that as well. I can never tell what song it is though. Like I checked on that playlist like. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah because it's, it's gone you don't know which one you have to yeah. play i'd like 20 songs that say it said that that's like, the oh adventure my man goodness. that's what makes it that's what makes it fun you and like go on a search i try to buy i try to buy them digitally through uh booth pm it's you uh go. you know it's booth pm is like pixels way of like 
supporting um like selling of dojin music art stuff like that right. Right, right, right and so some of the albums i've been able to buy on there but some of them aren't so if i want to buy them it's like there's one that was like 20 bucks but then shipping internationally is like 40 bucks i'm like do i really want to spend 60 bucks on a cd for two songs that i really like two songs dude some of them it's it's the quality of those two songs you ever hear an album that's just like it's meh but the the highlight is just so freaking strong you're just like i could buy this song just for this album i mean this album just for the song but yeah sometimes you got to sometimes you just got to full set i'm not gonna spend 60 i'll spend 10 for two songs I ain't going to spend 60. <laughs> it's, it's fact of the matter. My God. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's tough out here being a, uh, <laughs> it's tough out here being an international fan. True. True. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else that we were, you were, you know, that we thought of? No, I think to, this was a pretty, you know, quiet week other than the esports and yeah. other than the esports scene. Uh, anime i haven't kept up with anything uh, no i haven't kept up with anything either i need to i need to watch a whole mm-hmm. bunch of stuff i need to I, watch um the new uh fruits basket there was a oh. couple of those. yeah i'm very excited for that one i need to watch it um yeah uh nagatoro <laughs> i love nagatoro <laughs> just because of like the conversations that have been brought up because of Nagatoro. The Twitter rants. The Twitter rants because of translation. Yeah, you, you told, you told <laughs> me about that. Has, has, uh, has oh, God. Them. That was a horrible thread. Firestorm. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i just... I'm probably going to see if I can watch some of Jujutsu Kaisen, finally. I'm a oh, bit yeah. late to it. Yeah, that, that one got hyped up pretty good. And yeah, then, sure. you know, I'm I'm waiting on more people to watch the demon slayer movie so that i can talk to them about it because otherwise yeah. otherwise i could how all many, i can say many, is how many people were like <laughs> were in full cosplay at the we had a few of them in the uh in the tanjiro um green and black checkered checkered kimonos and i was like damn they came they came in like grouped up too and they got there like 30 minutes before the theater like the, the showing started and me and my brother saw them we're like Oh, are they going to the dub one? Because the dub one was 20 minutes before the sub, the sub showing. I was just like, oh man, we're gonna miss them. I was hoping like that group of people were in our theater, and then um, like we waited a bit, went in the theater, and luckily, like they they were like in the far corner, just like all right, (laughs) we got them. The 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 real brothers and sisters there. Mm -hmm. Now, um, the theater we went to was it did a good job of you know spacing between. It was. I, I didn't feel like I was really too close to anyone, and yeah. everyone in the theater wore masks. Other than yeah. you know when people ate popcorn, but you yeah. know I'm not gonna you know out people on one to enjoy a movie having a bit of popcorn. Um, it was just that weekend, right? It was like one weekend showing or something. Is it really? I don't I, know. I saw. I think our theater or like some of our local theaters were weekend showings, but maybe like bigger cities might have had an extended period of time of showing because yeah, I feel like only a weekend is a bit rough. I, I feel yeah. like for the rural cities, weekend's good. But like big cities, you know, on the West Coast or East Coast or, you yeah. know, 
central. I, I, I don't know big cities in there. Not joking. <laughs> no, um, I feel like a weekend's too short and not doesn't fit too much schedules. And plus, you have to deal with the problems of vacancy of trying to cap how many people go in. So they probably have yeah. that for an extended period of time, probably two weeks, I'd say, for a showing. Mm. Do we have any idea when it's coming to Crunchyroll or something? Crunchyroll? I, I don't think. I think was, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's going to going straight to Blu-ray. I don't think it's going to have a time when it goes to Crunchyroll. It's, it's an official movie. Got to get that affordable money. I mean, wait, but like, who buys Blu-rays anymore? I'd buy Blu-ray. I bought Blu-ray of Silent Voice. Yeah, you. Would. I think we're almost at the time when we need the. Uh, we need. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't see too many um, 4K purchases anymore. Blu-rays are still crazy. Like still crazy. Like produced. I'd say. I don't know mm-hmm. how much bought, but like I buy them due to you know I, me enjoying the movie, so I have to buy it because Blu-ray is the only option. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna buy a DVD format if they if they release those. <laughs> I don't think they do. Yeah. So <laughs> other than that, I think. Uh, yeah, Blu-rays is coming out fine. All right mm-hmm. then. Yeah. All right. Well, so that, I think that does that wrap it up? That wraps up. I think episode one. All right, episode one of Virtually Lost. Thank you everybody mm-hmm. for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. See ya. <laughs>